Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 95. A deeper knowledge of God and the terror of the soul. In the beginning, God lets himself be known as holiness, justice, goodness, that is to say, mercy. The soul does not come to know this all at once, but piecemeal, in flashes, that is to say, when God draws near. And this does not last for long, because the soul could not bear such light. During prayer, the soul experiences flashes of this light, which makes it impossible to pray as before. Try as it may to force itself to pray as it did before, all is in vain. It becomes completely impossible for it to continue to pray as it did before it received this light. This light which has touched the soul is alive within it, and nothing can either quench or diminish it. This flash of the knowledge of God draws the soul and enkindles its love for him. But this same flash, at the same time, allows the soul to know itself as it is. The soul sees its whole interior in a superior light, and it rises up, alarmed and terrified. Still, it does not remain under the effects of terror, but it begins to purify itself, to humble and abase itself before the Lord. These lights become stronger and more frequent. The more the soul is crystallized, the more these lights penetrate it. However, if the soul has responded faithfully and courageously to these first graces, God fills it with his consolations and gives himself to it in a perceptible manner. At certain moments, the soul, as it were, enters into intimacy with God and greatly rejoices in this. It believes that it has already reached the degree of perfection destined for it because its defects and faults are asleep within it and this makes it think that they no longer exist. Nothing seems difficult for it. It is ready for everything. It begins to plunge itself into God and taste the divine delights. It is carried along by grace and does not take account of the fact that the time of trial and testing may come. And in fact, this state does not last long. Other moments will soon come. I should add here, however, that the soul will respond more faithfully to divine grace if it has a well-informed confessor to whom it can confide everything. In this section and in those that follow, St. Faustina gives us a glimpse into her soul. As I have said, she was a victim soul, so she had a very special vocation. She suffered with Christ in reparation for the sins of others. All of us need to grow spiritually and to be purified. We can liken this to the basic training of a soldier or a sailor or boot camp. But then there are special types of soldiers and sailors, those in the special forces, the Navy SEALs, the Green Berets, etc. They must receive a specialized training that other soldiers and sailors don't receive. That is what St. Faustina is speaking about in this section and especially in those that follow. She was destined to have a high place in heaven, so she had to undergo a purification unlike what most would have to go through. We can think of St. Padre Pio and St. John Vianney, the Curie of ours, battling the devil. 
In this first section, St. Faustina speaks of God revealing himself as mercy, that is, holiness, justice, and goodness. Step by step, the soul begins to know God. Here on earth, in our human bodies, with our human intellects and our emotions, we are limited in how much of God we can know. If you have ever had an experience of being overwhelmed by emotions, even joyful ones, you know what I'm talking about. My sister recently experienced that at her daughter's wedding. She was overwhelmed with happiness and joy. Her cup runneth over. She looked like a happy volcano ready to erupt with laughter and tears. But here on earth we can only take so much of such strong emotions, even the good ones. Faustina speaks of being touched by the light of God, which allows one to know himself or herself and to see our deficiencies in comparison to the all-holy God. So at this point in the journey, if we respond well, she says God consoles the soul and gives himself to him. Many speak of the stages of spiritual growth, the purgative, the illuminative, and the unitive. We all need to be purified, to be enlightened, and finally to be united with Jesus. But this is not something that happens just once in our lives, but over and over again, and hopefully to an ever-deepening degree. During the first phase that St. Faustina writes about, she says that the soul thinks that it has quickly reached the destiny, the destined degree of perfection uh, that God had intended for it because its defects and faults are asleep, hidden behind the consolations of God. And it appears that these defects and faults no longer exist, but they do. And so more purification is needed. But God is very gentle with us. He helps us to grow step by step. And getting a confessor regularly, at least getting to confession regularly, is, is a great help. And if we can find a regular confessor, one that knows our soul, that can be a, a great help to us, especially those who are religious. <laughs>